Hello and welcome to the Lost World Minute, the Minute by Minute podcast reviewing the 1997 sequel to Jurassic Park one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And this episode we're talking about Minute 12 of the Lost World. Dave, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Can't complain. That's We've got, uh, we've had some interesting new stuff come out this past week regarding Jurassic World and a uh, certain set piece or set from that middle, uh, that film that's uh, getting a bit of a revamp. Indeed. We got the... Uh... We, they, Universal recently redressed the Indominus enclosure from the, fir- from the first Jurassic World and made it kind of a bit of an aged look, I, I think was the uh, intention behind it. And so it looks like we might get a cameo of the Indominus Rex enclosure sometime in the next movie. Yeah, I think uh, Realtor has tweeted it out. Um, that it was under the construction, and they'll re re uh, refacing the set. They um, I can't remember the name. Of, what's the name of the ranch there that owns it? Um, it's not Kalora Ranch. Cool, yeah. Like, everybody calls it Jurassic Ranch because it's where they filmed a lot of the Gallimimus scenes and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, the Jurassic Ranch over at Hawaii. They've uh, they took ownership of the set after Jurassic World coming out. Um, and those that seen the uh, that have seen photos of the set have seen it's really just a just a wall uh, and the door, all the uh, all the glass viewing area and all that was a set over at unit over at uh, Six Flags when the film was being done. But um, there they got no, constructed. No, that was actually there. There was, I think the um, no, the yeah, the interior was of that glass box and all that. But that was actually there. If you look at it. Oh, okay. The, the set pictures that they did. Yep. Yeah, that glass that glass box is there. Okay. Yep. So that's all. Uh, that's all getting a revamp. I remember it would have been a few months after Jurassic World's release. Um, a lot of that set started to fall apart because being plywood and set materials, it uh, wasn't holding up to the tropics that well. Um, and they'd done the branch done a bit of a restoration on it themselves. Um, but even even now seeing half it. Well, it's it's been done now, but seeing the initial photos of it being half half rebuilt, uh, you see a lot of old rotten timber in that. It just it's just not built to last, like the actual no, thing not. would be. But um, that, no, with that and the uh, the Main Street photos we've seen, it looks like we're back on Nublar for some uh, right. extended time. Mhm. That was one of those pieces of plywood. You will, there's a little secret hidden based on the. Uh original script of Jurassic World where the Indominus Rex was at first the Diabolus Rex. Yeah. And it's a little there's a, one of the and one of the timbers is spray painted D Rex set. That'd have to be a little wink from one of the from the set builders, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it actually implies is it gonna be a night shot with a team walking past it or a day shot. Um is the Indominus still alive? Uh is its sibling still alive? We will uh, we'll find out in just over a year. Mm-hmm. All right. If that's all you want to uh, throw in for that, we'll uh, get into this episode's minute. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's do it. As the eleventh minute of the Lost World ended, Hammond was starting to name off the other three members of the team going to the island. Nick Van Owen, the video documentarian; Eddie Carr, the field equipment expert; and a third member paleontologist, which he puts under his arm, hiding from Malcolm. As the 12th minute of Lost World opens, 
Hammond hopes that Dr. Ian Malcolm would be the fourth member of the team. At 11 minutes and 5 seconds, Hammond begins to walk around from behind his desk, taking Malcolm by the hand, saying that since the accident in the park, that InGen has been on the verge of Chapter 11, and there's been members of the board that have been wanting to take control of InGen from him. At 11 minutes and 22 seconds, Hammond tells Malcolm about how a couple of weeks ago, a British family on a yacht cruise stumbled upon Site B, and their little girl was injured, but reassures him that she's fine. At 11 minutes and 49 seconds, we get the trailer line from Hammond. It's only a matter of time before this lost world is found and pillaged. At 11 minutes and 46 seconds, Hammond continues with public support is the only thing that can help him to save the animals on the island, and he needs a complete photo record of those animals alive and in the natural habitat. At 11 minutes and 58 seconds, Malcolm responds, so you went from capitalist to naturalist in just four years. And this ends the 12th minute of The Lost World. So we start uh, minute 12 with um, Hammond hoping that Malcolm would be the fourth. Um, <laughs> with, all the, with all the back history that we know about the uh, Jurassic Park incident, what chance did he have of getting Malcolm to go? And he hasn't brought the checkbook out yet either. No, he hasn't. And we also get a bit of dialogue here about uh, Injun's been on the verge of Chapter 11 since the accident on the park, which again makes you wonder if they've been selling or what their revenue stream's been like since then. Mm-hmm. Um, if all those lawsuits and the, the millions spent um, that we heard in the deleted scene are true, then... Um, if they're on the verge of Chapter 11, that was pretty much all their money that they had gone <laughs> in lawsuits and uh, and that sort of thing. So, uh, Well, lawsuits and the fact that building Jurassic Park was probably a very expensive project. Mm. Not only did he build the Isla Nublar Resort, but he had sort of like almost almost completed the Jurassic Park San Diego project that he was going that he was initially going to create. And so that probably sunk a lot of money into creating that. And so for InGen to not have any revenue from it whatsoever, from the Jurassic Park project, it's just, I'm sure that had a huge, huge impact on their revenue. Yeah, especially when Ludlow says later on that the Jurassic Park San Diego facility can be up and running in a matter of months. Like, that's, mm-hmm. how, that's how close they got to, uh, to having it built, having it completed yeah. before they abandon the idea and it's just it's just dumbfounded or boggles the mind that um that they could go and have have all the money spent on that and then have no return on investment from it and then mm-hmm. go and spend a hell of a lot more money on the island idea it's a wonder someone wasn't calling for Hammond's head back then from from the board I don't doubt that they weren't mm-hmm but alas, it will be something we uh, probably will never see or know more about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also get the... Uh, he brings up here that um, he's been able to stop him from exploiting the island. Uh, up until now, we get the recap of Kathy and the British family and all the yacht crews stumbling on the mm-hmm. island. Um, confirmation that the girl's fine. And... Um, the board using it to take control of InGen from Hammond, which we've seen pretty much in the last Ludlow scene. Yeah, um, that's probably also what contributed to the um, cutting of that deleted boardroom scene, was the fact that 
kind of like in uh, Star Wars: A New Hope when they they when Spielberg or not I'm not Spielberg Lucas cut the scene where uh, Han Solo meets Jawa because it already pretty much all the dialogue had already been covered by Greedo in in the cantina. Yeah, was yes. a lot of the dialogue that Ludlow had said in that boardroom scene is already covered in this scene, and it was just a matter of which scene is more important to the plot. In effect, in effect, this scene is probably more important to the plot, which is why that scene was cut. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of screenwriting 101. If someone's already described, or if you've already got one scene describing something, you don't have a, another repeat scene five minutes later. Um, yeah. There's a few films at present that are coming that have come out that are sort of do that sort of thing, and it's worse off for it. The the audience isn't that stupid. You only have to tell them once. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then we get. Uh, get the famous line it's only a matter of time before this lost world is found and pillaged name drop of the title in there mm-hmm. and uh he needs public it's support funny because we never exactly get a full name drop of there's no the this there's no naming it the lost world it's just this lost world it's kind of like in um the dark knight where nobody ever actually says the dark knight in the scene <laughs> in the movie it's just a Dark Knight. The it's it's never about. Is there, they never say the actual title in the movie. So if you're looking for the title in the movie, you're not gonna find it. Mm. It's like Jurassic Park, where they said Jurassic Park multiple times. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And um, so yeah, he needs public opinion to uh, to rally support to protect the island. Um, with a complete photo record of the animals living alive in their habitats. I'd love to see that video. <laughs> Yeah, I would too. I'd love to see the, uh, what if, uh, the if Hammond's team had been successful, I would have loved to have seen the kind of shots that Nick Van Owen had got on that island. Hmm. Yeah, it's sort of it's hard to compare now to sort of the work of Attenborough and that uh, all those documentaries he does at the moment. But uh, go back to '93, not old, actually '96, '97 to what was coming out there and I was still doing some great photography they didn't have all the miniature cameras and that sort of stuff where I suppose with the dinosaurs you wouldn't need you wouldn't need cameras on ants or (laughs) anything like that but uh, yeah just even the promotional promotional stuff to say here I've got this video got this documentary of dinosaurs alive on an island we created them and here they are we want to protect them I just first a denial the skeptics even showing mm-hmm. him going yeah well, this is good CG work and <laughs> <laughs> like until you actually get someone walk up and pat it or something in front of the camera uh-huh. you, uh, yeah. you're probably going to have a lot of skeptics <laughs> shaking their heads mm-hmm. all the way up until it uh, airs but and uh, it ends with uh, Malcolm telling Hammond he's gone from Ventures to Capitalist in just four years it hasn't quite been four years but this is sort of leads a lot of contention to uh, what we get in Jurassic World and what Hammond's last wish, dying wish was, and all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, true. Yeah, so that's all I've got for uh, this minute. Have you got anything else, Dad? No, I got. I'm good. All right, let's get on out of here, and we'll be back for the next for minute thirteen. All right, great. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com email feedback to thelostworldminutes at gmail.com, Facebook The Lost World Minutes, Twitter at The Lost World Minutes, and Instagram The Lost World Minutes. Easy to remember. Yeah, yep, very easy to remember. (laughs) 
David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life 